Are you jealous of my tennis instructor? The one that, that looks like me? That looks like you? <laughs> yeah, kind of, a little bit. No, no. I, I, but it's funny. No, I'm, you're not. I'm not, but over the last couple of weeks, I felt a little bit more, like, more interested in it than, than I was before. Does that make sense? <laughs> Hi, I'm Ariel Charnas, and this is In-House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage, or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In-House. Hi guys, before we get into the episode with Brandon, I wanted to take a moment to thank you all as we celebrate our one year anniversary of in-house. Since we launched in-house in September, 2021, I've had so much fun introducing you to my family, my friends, fellow bloggers, and other special guests. Each week, I look forward to having these thoughtful conversations about motherhood, business, fashion, family, and more. And we couldn't be here without you. So thank you, and we've got even more upcoming for in-house, including today's episode with one of your favorite guests, Brandon. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of In-House with me, Ariel Charnas. We're back this week to continue to answer your questions, and this time with one of my favorite guests and your favorite guests, Brandon Charnas. A few weeks ago, I posted on Instagram a Q&A sticker, and I'm excited to see what you guys wanted to ask Brandon. Thanks again to all those who submitted questions, and let's kick it off with the first one. All right. Are you ready for the first question? I'm ready. What is your favorite thing about each of your girls? Oh, wow. Start with start from old, oldest to youngest. Oldest to youngest. Okay. Yeah. So that would be Ruby first. My favorite thing about Ruby is she's so passionate. She just has that like unbelievable passion for everything and everything she does she's like she does she does it 110 percent, and i think she gets that from me <laughs> and i just love that her 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 passion it's it's incredible for everything it might you know it might come back to bite us later so i really like it now but yep. i don't know how i feel about it in a <laughs> few years but right now i love their passion esme my favorite thing about Esme is she's just the cutest thing on the on the planet. I know. But like her my favorite quality about her is she is that she can just do things on her own and she she's just so not needy. She's so independent and everywhere we go you walk into a house and she can sit by herself and play and like that's just an incredible quality. And Navy my favorite quality about her is she's just so feisty. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like the exact same things I would say. Right. About each of them. Yeah. Did you secretly want a son? Did I secretly want a son? I did. I wanted a son. But I'm now I'm happy. I, I don't care. I was waiting for the butt. Yeah, I don't care. Now, now it's irrelevant to me. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about being a dad? Just when you come home and, and you see them. And if you haven't seen them in a little bit, and just the feeling you get when they hug you. It's the greatest thing in the world and spending time with them and teaching them. And, you know, that's the best part of being a dad is like, first of all, like I'm, I'm terrible at the, I don't know what we can teach them and not teach them. And like, I always get like, you know, somehow the news will be on and like, they're showing people jumping on planes, leaving Afghanistan. And Ruby's asking me, why are they jumping on those planes and leaving that country? I'm like, um, how in depth should I get here? And I'm like, well, uh, there were bad people. She's like, are there bad people in 
other countries. I'm like, there's bad people everywhere. She's like, are they in my home? I'm like, no, no, <laughs> they're just out there, but they're not, you know, you, I'm like, you're in a bubble. <laughs> they're not, but they could come and sit, but can they? I'm like, oh my God, why am I telling oh, her about this? God. She has nightmares. <laughs> this is worse than telling her about the crooked man. So like, I can't yeah. believe you did that. That was stupid. What do you admire most about me? I mean, so much. The fact that you juggle being a mother and a businesswoman and a wife, it's incredible. That's, I, I don't know how you do it. I tried to do it one day, just focus on dealing with the kids and, you know, taking, I, I, I don't know how you deal with the kids and with work. I, I tried to take a conference call once with Ruby in the car. It was a nightmare. I don't know how you do it. So you're on calls all day and you're taking care of me, taking care of the kids. Um, it's, it's, it's incredible. And I don't tell you, I know I told you last night, but I, I really do appreciate everything you do. Thanks, Pam. Have you ever felt intimidated by having a successful wife? No, not at all. I, I, I It's weird because... I just, I think of my wife as my partner. So like, it's almost like her success. I feel like it's my success. And, you know, I feel like we're just in it together, whatever it is. So yeah, I don't see it as like sides. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of times people make jokes like, you know, I'm, I'm very also secure with myself and my career and everything that I've done in my, you know, and you know, the, how hard I work. Um, and right. it, it's funny because people will, as a joke, and it's just funny because obviously you have a more public um, career and, uh, you know, more publicly documented success and, and everything like that. And, you know, someone will jo joke around and say like, oh, you know, uh, Brad, his wife is footing the bill or something because, you know, uh, the something Navy right. Empire or whatever. I, I find it funny. Like, I think that that's funny that people say that. I I, I, it makes me happy when people say that because I look at your success as, 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 my, as our success. Yeah. It's yours. So I, I don't get jealous or anything like that. Or... Next question. Do you ever get jealous or does Ariel ever get jealous when going out, etc.? Do I ever get jealous? I don't typically get jealous, I will say. But I don't know, over the last couple of months, weeks, I have been a little bit what? Like, I don't know. Just like when guys are talking to you, I get a little bit like, I, I definitely like notice it more. And I catch myself being like, you know, I'm so happy that she's getting attention. I kind of like it. But like, <laughs> then I'm like, you know, hey, I'm not sure if I like it that much. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like recently, I've just been seeing, you know, I don't know, you're being a little bit more like outgoing and flirtatious in a friendly way. And I kind of catch that. And I'm like, oh, I like that she's happy and like having a good time. But and I'm like, hold on. Hmm. Could it? Maybe. That's I don't so know. funny. And then I'm like, no. Are you jealous of my tennis instructor? Oh, the one that, that looks like me? That looks like you? <laughs> yeah, kind of a little bit. No, no. I, but it's funny. No, I'm, not. I'm not. But like, I, I it definitely... I don't know why over the last couple of weeks or, you know, could be something, I don't know, you did with your hair. I don't know. But over the last couple of weeks, I felt a little bit more, you know, 
like more interested in it than than I was before. If that makes sense. Do you have a skincare regimen? I don't think you can call it a regimen. Okay. Because it's not regimented. It's just sort of like if it's there. When you if it's there and it pops into your head, then use it. So it's funny that like if <laughs> someone wanted to like really help me out and like put me on a regimen, just like make sure that when I wake up, it's put it in, in front of right, you. Yeah, it's not in a medicine cabinet because that would be too much to actually open the cabinet. <laughs> It'd have to be sitting there, you know, right outside on the sink, you know. And if it's there, I will pick it up and I will use it. Did Brandon know he wanted to go into real estate when he was in college? No. Didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to find a passion, be passionate about doing something. And I had no idea what I wanted to do. Definitely didn't think it was going to be real estate. Right. I had no idea. There's a lot of questions about your career, so... We can go more. Into yeah, I know. I definitely had no idea. I, I, I had no idea I wanted to be in real estate until, you know, probably almost a little yeah. over a decade ago, maybe 10, 11 years ago. Do you have a good work life balance? If so, how do you keep it in check? Yes. And I'm, I'm I feel like a lot of it. That's what I'm saying. A lot of it's like if I'm helping you with your with with stuff that you're doing. Right. Um, that's like not really work for me, but. It's helping the family. And um, so I'm doing that when I'm helping you. And then my whole business now is my part of, you know, the business is, is, is networking, right? So being social. So like, right, if, if you think about work-life balance, it's like, okay, take your kids on a play date with someone that you maybe could do business with or go play tennis with someone that you might be able to do business with. Go play volleyball with someone, with people that you can do business with, play you know, so yeah, it's like so it's combining combined. everything together for me that, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to have to be in that position now. Right. It took a while to get there and it takes a good, strong partner like the partner I have in my business to be able to be, you know, to be the one that can do right that that part of it. Right. So like I'm out there. My job is to meet people, make relationships um, to improve to improve our business development. And that makes it a, a strong work-life balance. I do wish sometimes that I'm able to turn it off so that I could spend more time with the kids. And that that's where you sort of, you know, need to draw the line and say, okay, this is not about right. business, even though, you know me, it's like sometimes you can't turn it off, <laughs> but like you have to be able to do that and like just go and make the day about the kids or about your wife. How do you transition from big law into another business asking for a friend? <laughs> Yeah, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. That was a hard decision. Yeah, and that was a very it's hard. So decision. difficult. It's um, it's like, I don't know. You have to be, you have to like spend your free time learning another learning another profession, or you know, find a way. <clears throat> the coolest thing was that I did at Kirkland was I transferred into the real estate group. So like I knew I wasn't going to be a lawyer forever. I knew I wanted to do something in real estate and I started learning about real estate. So I transferred into the real estate group and I thought that it was it was great for me because there was so much at big at these big law firms, they have so many resources where they're willing to invest so much in teaching and you know in mm-hmm. if you want to learn anything 
they will pay for it. They will, you know, that's what I thought was so cool. Like I wanted to go to this real estate conference. They paid for me to go there. I wanted to, you know, learn, you know, take yeah. a session on leases and how to review leases and how to, um, you know, talk about debt financing for real estate. They, they had a whole, you know, they, first of all, they had all these materials, right, that were able to teach me. And then they had courses and they had stuff that you could, you know, actually go and participate in and learn that um, profession, you know, learn about those things. So I right. thought that was so cool. And then the other thing that was cool is like if you start talking to partners about, you know, the business side of it and start, you know, spending time there, it's like that's the thing. People are so afraid to ask questions and like actually, you know, show that they don't know something and, and like don't. Right. They act like they want to learn. But like these partners at these firms, as ruthless as they are with like you getting the diligence done and doing the work at the end of the day, once you've done the work, if you then spend the time to say, hey, I want to learn about this, like will you spend an hour with me, they would be so happy to hear that. And people just are afraid to ask it. So I just think the way to transition is to use the resources at these big law firms, which they are, you know, that's part of the, the deal, right? You're killing yourself, you're busting yourself, um, you know, this amount of hours and billing this amount of hours, like, Go and take what resource they have and use it to your advantage to go and jump yeah. to another career. That's what I did. What is Brandon's definition of success professionally and personally? Oh, that's good. Professionally, I think, you know, building something on your own, I think, is is my definition of success. Like, you know, instead of, I think, like creating something, you know, whether it be a company or you know, creating a product or it, it, I think like the creation of something um, as opposed to just like it, it could be creating a new way of doing what you do within a bigger system. Mm -hmm. Even I, I saw this guy who's at one of the bigger shops, you know, one of like the CBREs or JLLs, like one of those larger uh, real estate institutions. And, you know, I, I, I saw that on social media and LinkedIn, he he does a lot of these you know, he, he writes his theories about what's happening with the market and he comments on things and he, he creates this compelling content. So like even though he's at a bigger shop, he's sort of cre that's that that I look at as creation. He's still creating something mm -hmm. that's his own and that's different, even though you're at one of the bigger places. So like my definition is the create uh, of success is creating something that's new and unique and doing it your way. Um, in what, whatever it is you're doing. I think I like to think that we put a different little spin on on commercial real estate. So that to me is my definition of success is how we're able to do that on our own, you know, even though we did it and, and we did it outside of the one of the bigger institutions. I, I think creating something is, is to me success. And what about personally? Personally, it's raising good children. It, that's it. I mean, to me, it's, you know, mm -hmm. being healthy and, and raising good kids that that do good and that make the world a better place. Yeah. That's the definition of personal success. What's your advice for first-time dads? Run. No. Um, <laughs> my advice is to do every single thing your wife says. I like that. <laughs> listen to your no it, it, my advice is to like actually I, I actually think that something I regret that I, I, I wish I did more of is like learn more about the process and about how to be you know a, like learn things like helpful. yeah I think you it's all innate but like how to be helpful and like I don't know 
you, you'll learn it as you go. But like, I think just showing that you cared to like, you know, watch those videos about when you're expecting whatever, you know, yeah, like, the, I think just yeah. sh- like, you I think like, that's just things. like a good, good advice to, sh- to show that you read yeah. stuff or you bought a book, buy a book, you don't or even read involved. it, you know, put yeah. a book on the counter, show that your wife, oh, look, I bought this book. <laughs> I read all this stuff. I know everything. And then just make it up You know, say, oh yeah, you know, by the way, you should actually turn the head that way. I read it in my book. Oh my God. You'll get tons of points that way. You don't have to read the book. Oh, it's too funny. What's your favorite sport to follow? I would have to say basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Could have answered that. What's the runner up? I've been really into tennis lately. Yeah. I like love it. I love watching like the players that are up and coming. What teams for basketball? What teams for tennis? Or what players for tennis? I like this guy who's up and coming. Um, in what? Tennis? In tennis. Jensen Brooksby and Ben Shelton. In tennis, will they be at the U.S. Yeah. Open? Yeah, they're both going to be we, there. We have to get tickets. Yeah, you, he, they're they're cool. I uh, I've been uh, following them, and you know, message. They yeah. they probably think I'm like a stalker or something, but like I, I watched the match. I did, I did, I did. I and they wrote back, and it was so cool. Yeah, That's no, funny. they're they're really good. And what about basketball? And then basketball, you know, I'm a huge Knicks fan. Yeah, huge Knicks fan. Do you have any investment tips? Yeah. Invest in something that you don't watch every day. Like, I, I think it's so, so bad to invest in, you know, a stock that you watch up, go up and down. Like, put your money in something that you believe in and that's going to be valuable over that you're not touching for, you know, five to 10 years. Yeah. And be patient. It's all about patience. Wait for the, you know, position yourself for the wave to come as opposed to chasing the wave. Okay. Next question. If you had only 5K right now to invest, what would you invest it in? Oh, wow. I think I would buy, I'm a little bit more riskier. I'm I'm not so risk averse. So I probably would buy a stock. I would probably invest in the market right now, given that we're at, we've come down a a bit off of the, the highs. I think it's a good time to get into the market now. So I'd probably buy a stock. You know, maybe like not like Amazon or Apple. Yeah. But, you know, something a little bit with something. With, yeah. Something a little bit maybe that has uh, that could 10x. Do you have advice for how a significant other should bring up difficult conversations like money? Yeah. I think like just being honest. It's like that Seinfeld episode when George like basically cries and he sheds a tear and like, so like he, he keeps thinking about how he doesn't know how to postpone his wedding. So he just goes in there and he starts bawling. <laughs> and then, you know, when you see a grown man cry or whatever, you know, she, Susan is like, oh, don't worry, we'll postpone it. She goes, he's like, really? And so like, I guess my point <laughs> is, is that like actually showing raw emotion that you feel that you're nervous about something rather than going in and right. attacking the person and saying, oh, you know, just actually showing that you're vulnerable but that you mm-hmm. you know want to find a way to make it better, I think is a good advice. I agree. Where did you learn your dance moves? I, it's weird. It's like <laughs> my dad's a pretty good dancer, but yeah, I guess Mitchell Charnas, Manhattan Dental Spa is a pretty good dancer. It's just in you. I don't know. It just was. It was in me. I remember like you know going to parties when I was younger and just like 
feeling the music and wanting to just, you know, dance and like. You're passionate about dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I wish I took lessons and stuff. That'd be pretty cool. What drives Arielle? What is her why? Your, what drives you is just wanting, wanting to create the best life for your children. That's it. That's the only thing that drives you every day. That's all we both. That's all we think about. Okay. What are your most important values for raising girls? I want them to be good people, good hearts, give to others, smart, kind, and, and yeah. friendly. Agreed. Who has been your easiest child, your easiest Maybe. baby? By far. What don't you like about Ariel's job? Like we have to be on a lot. But I guess we not, I don't know, not recently. We don't really care. No, but you just have to like be aware of your surroundings all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think that's the. But I, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't, you're, you're in the, you know, you, you, you have a duty. Yeah. There's a, a duty to, to always be, you know, aware of those surroundings and everything. What's the key for keeping marriage a priority with three children? I think just making sure you have some alone time. And making it like a standard thing like we do with this co- the, the, what we've been doing with the coffee in the morning you know what makes you feel loved this is helpful for me getting random text messages oh that that, that takes me to the next question but i don't know if i do that you do do that what's the sweetest thing ariel does for you that is unexpected it's sad that i expect so much what do you mean i don't know i just like if you, maybe like you know I like sometimes when you get me like a new bathing suit or something. No, you don't. No, I don't like that. I don't know. What's what is something that I do that is so nice that's unexpected? Is it text messages? Yeah, the random. I like the random texts. I love those I random like I texts. There, yeah, just you know, hit me up. How do you keep your relationship spicy? And buy extra hot sauce. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know. How do you think having only daughters changed the way you viewed life and parenting? I think I, it's so interesting seeing the female perspective on things as they grow yeah. is so cool. And you're such a I know I'm gu- such a guy. Guys, yeah, just seeing yeah. The, the you know the the emotions and like things like yeah. that and the mental. mental yeah, yeah, it's so interesting to see. How do you deal with Ariel's anxiety? How do I deal with it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it hasn't been so bad. Reason. No, I, this, I think just staying, being positive and not freaking out when, when you sort of start to freak out. I think that's the, the main thing. It's just being able to like not lose yeah. it, which sometimes I do, yeah. you know? The more you can sort of like be a rock and be confident yeah. when you're nervous about something or anxious, that's that's how I deal with it. It's just trying to be positive, even if I'm anxious. What is a typical day for Arielle from your point of view? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to hear this one. A typical day is... 
wake up, coffee, get the kids ready, take them where they need to be, drop them off, make sure they're there, then get on calls, then maybe go on to a shopping website, <laughs> then get on another conference call, um, maybe go and try to work out, then go to another conference call, then shoot, like, you know, take con great content, then pick up the kids from school or from camp. Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, that's all part of creating content. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's in creating content, filming, podcast, okay. pick up photos, the kids, yeah. that. Um, pick the kids up, call me, complain about something, text me like there's an emergency happening. <laughs> then uh, get the kids to their after school activities. Then call me, complain about something else. <laughs> complain about who we're going to dinner with that night. Say, call me and say, do we have to go to this? <laughs> then call me and say, you know, you can come if you want to. And then say, I'm definitely not going to this. I'm canceling. <laughs> I don't know. Deal with the dinner for the kids. Then bath time. Bath time. And then, you know, get the kids to sleep and then watch a, a, a show. Hopefully with me if I'm back. It's pretty spot on. All right, good. A lot of conference calls, but it's more like in office or Zooms. But out here, a lot of calls. Use one word to describe each of your children and your wife. I guess so for Ruby, passionate, Esme, independent, Navy, yep. feisty. What's your one word for me? Special. Oh. You're a star. <laughs> okay, that's a wrap. Thank you for joining me again. You got it. Anytime. You got my number. Call me. And thank you to all the listeners out there. You could reach out to us with any questions about the podcast or who you want us to bring on next. DM us on Instagram at Something Navy, and we will see you next week. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, follow me at Ariel Charnis and at Something Navy. See you next week.